0: Pick up your copy of the Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us.
1: Hey everyone, this is Tracy D Armstrong coming back to you with The Power of the P podcast. The principal P's to productive, prosperous, and purposeful living. I am your host and author of The Power of the P, Tracy D Armstrong, and we're jumping back into preparing for the process. And again, for those that didn't check out the last episode, we talked about preparing for the process, and this is one of the chapters in the book. If you haven't picked up the book yet, you can get it at any of your online platforms that sell books, including Amazon, Walmart, Barnes and & Nobles, and more. So, preparing for the process. We ended when we talked about stop making excuses and Identify what's holding you back and start making goals. We're going to start right there. Setting SMART goals. You may ask what SMART goals are. They are an essential part of preparing for the process. And for those that may say, what process are we talking about? We are talking about the process of changing your life the process of changing some of the things that you do, the process of going after your desired dreams, goals, and visions for your life. Now, every business uses this acronym to explain the type of goals that need to be met. And they're called SMART goals. And what SMART means is the S is for specific, the M is for measurable, the A is for attainable, the, e, the R is for relevant, and the T is for time-based, okay? Now, once you have defined what you want to change, these goals have goals, okay? Every goal should be specific. What specific is, is specific to what you desire. So after you make that list of the things that you desire in your life, Let's take the first thing you desire. Now let's set a goal for it. Let's be specific. You write down what you desire. Make it specific so there's no room for misinterpretation and that there's no room for confusion. Being specific, I'll give you an example. Specific, I said, I wanted to be a professional speaker that speaks around the world, having a positive impact on the lives of others. That is a specific desire and goal for my life, okay? Now, M is measurable. Measurable goals. You wanna write down a measurable goal that can be tracked. You can actually determine whether or not you are making progress on your goal. So think of some things, let's say, whatever your goal is, is it measurable? Can you measure whether or not you are achieving or making progress towards your goal? Let me give you my example. Becoming a professional speaker, is it measurable? I can measure it by... The amount of speaking engagements that I have achieved and attained. So, yes, I am making progress towards my goal because I can say within the last four months that I've had at least six speaking engagements. So, I can measure my progress. Now, the A is attainable. You want your goals to be attainable and This should be able to be achieved within time, with time and effort, you can meet them. So you want something that's attainable. That doesn't mean, let me make sure we understand, that doesn't mean to limit yourself and limit your dreams and goals. That doesn't say, oh, it's not attainable, so I don't wanna even go after it. No, you wanna set big dreams, set big goals and set it so that you can achieve it with time and effort. What that means is when you put more time into it and you put more effort into it, the greater opportunity or the greater chance you have to attain it. OK. So for me, with pe- with my goal of professional speaking, was it attainable? Yes. I knew that I couldn't just step up and be like, hey, I want to speak at your event without Putting videos out there so that people could see the speaking before requesting me. Putting effort out there by taking classes and learning how to improve my speaking skills. Okay. Or you want to have goals that are relevant. These relevant goals should line up with your overall dreams and purpose. So if the goal doesn't relate to what you're trying to achieve, why is it on your list? What that means is if I said, oh, I want to be a professional speaker, but I have a goal on here of learning how to dribble a basketball, okay? <laughs> that goal does not line up with my overall dream unless I'm talking about speaking on a basketball court or something, but I still wouldn't need to know how to dribble a ball, okay? So whatever the goals are that you have, Does it line up with your ultimate dream that you're trying to get to, your ultimate purpose? If my purpose is to have an impact on the lives of others by speaking, then I need my goals to line up with my impact on others. Now, the T, time-based goals. Your goals should have a target date for completion. Even if it's a due date throughout the process, that means... You may have, like, let's say if I have a professional speaking goal of saying, I wanna one day speak at Madison Square Garden by 2025. Okay. If that is my goal, it has time based. Okay. Now, that's two years out, but I need to make smaller goals to get me to that goal. So you want to have time-based goals that are targeted for completion. For instance, I had a goal of completing my book. My book, The Power of the P, I completed it by the end of 2022. That was a goal. I wanted to be able to have at least five speaking engagements before, by six months within 2023. That was a goal. I set a time for that goal. That is so that I can see my progress, I can celebrate my progress throughout this process, okay, and it keeps you moving forward so that you're not stagnant, okay. Now, setting these types of goals will help you prepare for going through the process. Put this together and you're left with a detailed goal-setting plan That keeps you focused and headed in the right direction. Because one of the main things, one of the main reasons why people don't achieve their goals is they get off track or they lose focus or they don't see it happening fast enough. You want to use the SMART goal framework. It helps you direct your actions so that everything that you are doing, all your effort and things that you're contributing is going towards reaching your goals. That doesn't mean not live your life, still live your life, but live your life with a purpose. If you have a purpose of achieving this goal, the things that you do in life, the way you act, the places you go, they'll be kind of aligned with what you're trying to get, okay? Now, as you implement this framework, it may highlight where you could run into some challenges, that allows you to plan and chart a detailed course to prepare for obstacles. Now, as I'm talking to you, there's gonna be challenges that come up in life. There's gonna be obstacles that are thrown in your way because that's what happens when you put more force going in one direction, you have force being resistant against you, okay? Now, the next step, after you, Write down these smart goals. Develop an action plan that works for you, so that it helps you achieve the goals. Okay. Now, developing an action plan can be a little difficult. I remember when I was working at Starbucks. I mean, not Starbucks, but at J.C. Penneys. When I was at J.C. Penney's, they would have us do planning all the time because we had to prepare for whatever season was coming up, okay? Now, with that being said, it was crucial for us to have smart goals in place for every major event, holiday, springtime, Mother's Day, all those types of events. So as a management team, we would sit down in the meetings and we break down every upcoming event and we plan those SMART goals. For instance, when it came to Black Friday, that's the day after Thanksgiving, we had to have every I dotted and every T crossed to be profitable. We would plan specific dates, times, inventory, staffing needs, customer needs. We would try to think of every single thing that could happen would happen, ways that we could try to get ahead of it. We wanted to be proactive rather than being reactive, which is really important in your life. If you keep living your life reacting to everything that comes up, then you're always going to be just fighting against your progress. If you're proactive, and that means try to get ahead of it, try to think of what could happen in advance. So that if it does happen, it doesn't throw you completely off track. You already kind of have a game plan of how to handle what you're going through. Okay. We would plan everything. Then we would have measurable sales goals based on the trends and the marketing. So depending on the year, depending on what's going on, you might have a higher sales goal. Sometime one year we had to drop our sales goals because... It was a year that we had an economic downturn. So, if you know that people aren't spending as much money, you're not going to set your goals as high. You have to be aware of that too, depending on what you're trying to achieve. Be aware of what's going on in society. That doesn't mean to limit your goal because, oh, you know, society, everybody is saying we're going to have a recession, so I need to save my money. No. What I'm saying is be aware that this is an obstacle that may come. Start preparing for how you can still survive during a recession, how you can still have streams of income coming in during a recession. Go to some of those uh, online videos and meetings and webinars that are talking about how to still monetize during a recession. That's what we did. Although there was an economic downturn as a store, we had to know that we might have made 25 million last year. We might only make 20 million this year and being aware of that. Okay. Now we would create attainable goals based on the previous year's sales and this year's projections. At the same time, we would create a stretch goal. That was more than the attainable goal. This is important. Sometimes your goals are so small and minimal that you reach them and you reach them so quickly that you think that all of the goals are going to come that easily. You should have what's called a stretch goal. Stretch yourself. Stretch bigger. Stretch further. Dream bigger. Because When you dream bigger, the chances are you'll achieve your original goal and probably a little bit more. Because think about it like this. With a stretch goal, this meant that it was always necessary to achieve the original goal. But you got a stretch goal you're going for, it's like it's a win-win. If you make the stretch goal even better, But now you make the original goal even better, okay? Now, we would make sure that the goals were relevant to whatever the event was. Like for Black Friday, we were not thinking of summertime goals because they were completely different types of goals. A goal for summertime would be selling a lot of swimsuits and swimwear, A goal for Black Friday is selling a lot of coats and winter wear. That's a completely different price point. And that's a completely different goal because usually people for Black Friday, you have everybody, their mama, their grandmama coming out shopping together. And summertime, you don't have as many coming out. Now, after completing the different types of goals, we would put a time frame to project what we're going to make. Each department had its own time frames like for instance, depending on what you're doing in your life. And I'm just giving you all this to understand how to think about these goals and how to plan. Our stock replenishment team had a different time frame than the pricing team. Stock replenishment had to make sure that the merchandise was in, was organized, was sized, was uh, correctly labeled with the whatever the tag was, not the price tag, but whatever um, maker it was, had to be in the right department, had to be ready to hit the floor. They had to be up there at four o'clock in the morning. Their time frame was much different than pricing. Pricing team would come in and make sure that all the signs were set, all of the markdowns were done, all of the price tags were correct, and they couldn't do that until after stock replenishment was done. So my point of saying that is different goals will have different timeframes. I can't put the same time frame on speaking in Madison Square Garden than at speaking at my school district. Chances of me speaking in my school district are going to be easier and faster than me speaking in Madison Square Garden. Not to say that I won't be able to get it, and get in there sooner than what I expect. However, my time frame and my goal would be, oh, I should be able to speak within my school district within this year. Madison Square Garden might take a couple more years. So set your time frames for your goals appropriately. So whenever you create your own SMART goals, remember that All goals do not have the same timeframes. Some may take longer than others. So always schedule multiple dates and multiple times to achieve change because some change may take longer than others. Next, this is so important. Create a routine. Creating a routine is so important to prepare for your process. You want to create a daily routine, a sequence of actions that you regularly follow. When you have a routine, it helps you to keep track of your life and it helps you keep track of the progress of your change. Now, the routine is how you operate and move in your purpose When you have a routine, it saves you time and it helps you change more quickly. Habits are formed in 21 days. This is based on research. So when you make changes in your life and you make it a regular part of your routine, it will become a habit before you know it. So for me and for you, a challenge is if you will start meditating 21 days straight, A morning meditation. That could be 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I would say at least 10 minutes. It can be if you shower in the morning. It could be while you're brushing your teeth. It could be while you're getting dressed. For me, that's 10 to 15 minutes right there. Put on some music. Put on some affirmations. Get your mind right. If you do that 21 days straight after the 21 days, you're going to start to see a difference in your days. What I mean by that is when you meditate in the morning, it starts your day off in a certain way and your days usually go a little bit better. Or when you do have obstacles that occur throughout the day, you're actually able to handle those obstacles a little bit better and the obstacles don't normally bring you down as easily because you've already started your morning off right. All right. I remember this one of the main lessons when I learned as an educator, as a teacher, you got to create a routine for your students. So I have a routine for entering the classroom. I have a routine for leaving the classroom. Students know what to expect. And if the routine changes, it actually causes them more confusion. So for me, every morning, I have a routine for getting myself and my class ready for the day. As they come into the room, wait a minute, rewind, before I even get to school, I have a routine. Let me tell y'all my routine. <laughs> I get up, I take a shower, I have music on, I'll have some type of motivational music, some type of get the day going music, something positive, nothing negative, something, it doesn't have to be necessarily upbeat, but it wakes me up. So playing music there, get out, brush my teeth, wash my face, do all those things, get dressed. At the same time, playing another song. So it's all music, music, music keeps me going, gets me going. Get my coffee, make my coffee for your coffee. I'm a coffee, make coffee drinker. I'm a teacher that has to have her caffeine. I'm just saying, it's a routine. Get to work, put music on in the classroom, okay? So as the students come in the class, They come into music, instrumental sometimes, but something usually upbeat. If they're having a bad day, usually music will help them smile. It might be some calming music. Maybe they're angry and they come in and I may have some oceans or some mountains or something calming and soothing. And they know, come in, get your notebook, sharpen your pencils, if we're using laptops, get your laptop plugged in, there is an assignment on the board. It's called their bell work. I take them, it should take them about five minutes to do their bell work. They're working on their bell work while I'm taking attendance. I greet them. I ask them, hey, everybody, how's your day going? And they get to express themselves. If they're having a good day, they can talk about it. If they're having a bad day, they can talk about it. And if I don't do this at the beginning of the class nine times out of ten a student will ask me if i am okay (laughs) because it is a routine when i don't speak and greet them they're like hey miss are you okay because you didn't say good morning i say good morning because i want to make sure that they know that i want them to have a great day and i can't let my if something did happen i can't let my mood or my attitude affect their moods and their attitudes in their class. So creating a routine helps you with your daily activities. Then I ask them if everything is okay with them because there is an expectation for them to follow the routine. And usually if the student or I get off track, there's usually something happening within, all right? Routines will give you a checklist for yourself That can gauge your productivity. When you're off track, you will be aware and you'll get yourself back on track with no routine. I'm gonna say this again. If you don't have a routine, your life kind of drifts like the wind blows, like my class would be. If I did not have a routine in place when they entered, There will be students drifting and doing whatever they wanted to do, and they would not be as productive as they could be. So just remember, set SMART goals. Make sure they are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Also, develop an action plan that works. Create a routine. Creating a routine is going to help you have direction in your life in order to achieve your dreams, your visions, and your goals. And remember, this is Tracy D. Armstrong with the power of the P. And if you want to like, share, subscribe, it is at tracy.d.armstrong on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and anywhere you get your social media. Don't forget, you can pick up the book if you don't have your copy of the book, Amazon. Walmart, Barnes & Noble art at www.tracydarmstrong.com. Have a good one, y'all, and thank you for joining The Power of the Pink.